Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. Can I speak now? You can now? speak now, Shireen. Okay. <laughs> welcome back, folks. <laughs> Not much to talk about this week um, since there was a whole episode of Beverly Hills missing. But also, yeah, you know news-wise... No, I, I don't think that was planned. Like, I think maybe it was because Garcelle's son was getting bullied and they were just like, let's cool it for the week because there was only going to be more drama being aired, right? That's my oh, guess. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's probably why because, yeah, it was kind of unexpected. Then they, and weren't they like airing clips up until the date and then all of a sudden there was just like no episode? Yeah, exactly. But you'd think that the producers would be like, F that. This is only going to increase our viewership. But yeah, maybe you mean they decide they actually to do had, the right thing. Yeah, they actually had some heart, unlike Rinna, which we'll get to. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, so what's been happening in your favorite family Kardashian news? Kim was recently fined for too much water use in California. Her and other celebrities like Dwayne Wade. Apparently, there's a drought going on in California. And Kim was just like, I don't care. And used water. So, like, the officials urged people to, like, avoid overwatering trees, to turn off their irrigation systems. I don't know. I don't know what she could have possibly been doing. She's always traveling. So, well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what could she possibly have in her house that would use that much water, like from her day to day use? And then, but you're right, it's probably like watering the grass and filling the pool and doing all those type of things. Or filming all her skincare commercials. Does that take a lot of water? Another take. Another take, guys. I got to splash my face again. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news, Scott Disick is dating someone older than him. So he's going back That's... to his roots. Who Who is this broad? Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> so her name's Kimberly Stewart. No, her name's Kimberly Stewart. She, I forget. She's the daughter of someone important. Rod Stewart? I think it is Rod Stewart. Well, that would make sense. That's the only person famous that I know that's a Stewart. It is Rod Stewart. I just don't know what he's famous for. He's a singer. Oh, cool. Rod Stewart, he sings like what are his favorites or his favorite, his most popular songs. He's like a really big UK singer, I think. Um, Well, speaking of big old singers, Elton John (laughs) came out with that banger with Britney Spears. Okay, but where is Britney Spears in that song? Because I've listened to it so many times and I'm like waiting for the moment where it's Britney Spears and like where which part does she come in? Does she? Does she just yeah. like harmonize with him? Yeah. Oh, I got to listen again because like I could barely even notice that there was another person on that song. And I've listened to it several times. So you agree. It's a banger. It is a banger. It's kind of like Cold, Cold Heart. See, that one, though, yeah. I could definitely tell there was another woman on it. Yeah, you and Teeps love that song. Yeah, it's so good. It is Also, good I've got song. the blue- Bluetooth hooked up to our speakers now. So now I can, like, play music from my phone throughout my house. And it's oh, you figured sick. it out? Yeah, finally. Your in-home vacuum system sounds bougie AF. I know. Yeah, we have a central vac, and it's like, I tell thought it was going to be gutty. 
yeah, well, probably people know what it is, but I was just amazed that it exists. It's just like you just plug this vacuum in all over your house and it has like all these different attachments. So one of them like basically is perfect for hardwood floors. And, like you can vacuum the floors and it works so much better and is so much more efficient than a broom. Like I was vacuuming the whole house and I was just like, this is amazing. Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Who invented this? <laughs> I was really excited. But that's now Teeps' job. So I no longer have to do it. So I experienced it once to show him how it's done. And now he gets to enjoy the thrill of the central back for the As time. he should. As he should. As he should. Um, the new season premiere trailer came out for the Kardashians. For the did Kardashians. You watch? I did watch it. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's coming out September 22nd on Hulu or Disney Plus for Canada. Um, kind of awkward because a lot of the clips had Pete in it or something about Pete. Uh, but and there was a lot like- of – there was a lot of Kendall. Like I was – like really like do we need this much season of Kendall? Like it looked like a lot of Kendall no, and we don't. Kylie. I don't mind and Kylie. Like, yeah. Kylie's good. But Ky- Kendall also had that like ready orangey hair, which I think looks terrible on her. It did not suit her. Not one bit. But it seems like it was in that season that Chloe talks about like the surrogacy. So she tells everyone yeah. that she's having a second child. Yeah. Which is interesting. But it and that would be after the Tristan cheating revelation because that happened at the end of last season. So mm-hmm. she'll be like still reeling from that slash telling – well, I'm sure her family already knew that they were – they ever had a surrogate way before that. Yeah, they must have purposely edited that out. Yeah, probably. But I didn't see too much else like happening. Like Chris has some health issues it looks like. She undergoes um, surgery. I guess Courtney's wedding is going to be on it. Yeah. Or at least the lead up. Yeah. And then there's something about Kylie like missing something with Kendall. Just getting yeah, out they of the commitment. Some sort of, yeah, they have some sort of fight and Kylie's talking about how she's like was really sad after her Pregnancy. birth and like cried for three weeks. But maybe we'll finally find out that kid's name. That's what I'm When she for. said three weeks, I was like, that's it? That's like a good month for me. And I'm not even <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> but I thought postpartum lasts like for a really long time. Or maybe everyone's experience is different. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's is different. I haven't I have I don't really know at all. But why don't you know? Cause I'm childless at the moment. Childless, yeah. I was gonna say like, you know when you say like, Oh, I'm single, I've never been married and I guess yeah. it would be like I've never been pregnant childless yep childless. it sounds so not pc for some reason like it sounds dirty like i'm saying something wrong and insensitive i know it does i apologize <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for kardashian news we've got okay, some big bravo, bravo news. news big big bravo news so sheena had her wedding in um Mexico to Brock and those pictures were released during our last episode so there's a bit more photos and stuff released it actually looked like she actually looked really good their wedding looked like relatively nice um but the big yeah, drama she did was look good yeah better than her crop top wedding dress oh when she God. married Shay don't remind me 
Also, was Shay his last name and she just became Sheena Shay? Yeah. And then never it changed was it his back? Last name. Yes. So she's Sheena Davies now? Is she? Did she change it? I don't know. I wonder. Because like wouldn't you want to get rid of like your ex-husband's name? Like that seems pretty Well, what about weird. Kris Kardashian? Kris Jenner. Oh, she's she's just Sheena on Instagram. Oh, good for her. Yeah, I'm just Laura. No, you're not. You're L-pop. <laughs> Actually, <know>. my friend <laughs> the other day was just like, oh, I didn't realize that pop therapy is named after your friend. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, her Insta name, L-pop. And I was like, oh, my God, that is not it. <laughs> That's epic. We named it after me. That I'm so We honored. didn't, though, because your last name is Popelli. 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 <laughs> okay, so the big drama from Sheena's wedding was that allegedly Schwartz and Raquel made out. And so I was reading an article, I think it was today or yesterday, that said that they made out in like these caves, like in the cenotes, and they were being like not secretive about it at all. And like tons of people saw them. And then they were like also making out at like this after party in front of like DJ James Kennedy, who is DJing the whole thing. So it sounded like they were making out hot and heavy on multiple occasions in multiple locations. Do you think it's for the show or is it real? Well, okay. So then the fallout from that. So this comes out and like Us Weekly is posting Instagrams. And then they're also saying that Katie had like a screaming match with them where she was like yelling at them. And then Brock Davies, the thirsty bitch he is, comments on one of the posts and is like, yeah, she was uninvited to the wedding but rolled up anyways on a so-called girls trip. And then Katie replied back, I'm loving all the untruths in this post with a popcorn emoji. And then she posted. Well, and then she posted on, I think it was her story. She was in a cave. (laughs) And she posted that she's um, only having dinner in caves from now on, which I also thought was like a jab to like these stories. So she's making it out to seem like none of this is true and it's like all false. But like Brock is like perpetuating the rumors. So it's really unclear. I was thinking that the Raquel and Schwartz thing is true, but Brock saying she was disinvited is not. And that's what she was responding to. But it could be that all of it's just untrue. Yeah. I mean, I could see her getting mad at that. I would be mad at that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, they were friends for so long and then they get divorced and she's immediately making out with him in front of all their friends. Like, that is humiliating. Yeah. Do you think they're together? I don't think they're together, but I could see if they like hooking up when they're drunk because like Tom Schwartz is. Uh, Didn't he cheat on Katie before when he was drunk? Like, made out with some chick? In Vegas. Yeah, so I could see him doing that. I don't know. All of this is really giving save VPR vibes. Yeah, which honestly, like, I'd rather see drama between the OGs than like the new Gs next season. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm here for it. Me too. Me too. In other Bravo news, Lindsay and Carl from Summer House are engaged. So exciting. I was actually very – what do you mean? Why are you poo-pooing on this? 
I'm just still not convinced that this is a good match. I was honestly shocked that they got engaged and like locked it down. Am I the only one that's happy about this? Because anyone else I shared it with, they've been like, I'm shook or like, ew, or this isn't going to last. But I think they're a good match. Well, maybe they're better now, but I guess like we haven't really seen a season of Summer House where they've been together. So like I don't know what their dynamic actually is. Like maybe like Carl has helped level Lindsay out and she's more like calm and rational now. I just remember I always said that like, yeah, Carl is a great match for Lindsay. I don't think Lindsay is a great match for Carl. Yeah, but I I think it's almost better that we didn't see them on Summer House to start with or at all. Like they got to build a foundation for nine months or something being off camera. Yeah, it's definitely better for them in their relationship in long term. And like obviously the relationship went well because they're now engaged. And I think they've only been dating for like less nine than months a year. Or 12, less than a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it makes sense because Carl is 37 and Lindsay's 35. Like they both know what they want, but also they've been friends for so long. That it's not like there's so much more that they need to discover about one another. Yeah, I'm not surprised or like think the short dating is at all like a reflection of how successful they'll be because, yeah, obviously they've been best friends forever and they know each other very well and Mm -hmm. they're adults and like Lindsay's got her timeline and so we (laughs) knew this was going to be happening fast. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really happy and excited for them. I'm excited to see it on Summer House because it was obviously (laughs) all filmed. When does Summer House come out again? Like January? No, I feel like Winter House came out before. Like, I feel like it doesn't come out until the early summer. Summer House? Well, I thought, I don't know. I could be totally wrong on that. But, yeah, but I thought we watched it. Winter House happening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm excited for the next season. Moi aussi. In Bachelor news, they revealed the cast of Bachelor in Paradise and there was a lengthy preview of the season released both like on Twitter and then like kind of a different one released at as part of the last episode of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So from this season, Logan and Jacob slash Tarzan are coming and then from Katie's season, there's Andrew, Justin, and Michael. And then there's a ton of girls from Clayton's season, like Shanae, Genevieve, oh Teddy, Serene, Hunter, like a ton. But it's funny that they showed the first 19 main people, but then they bring Victoria Fuller out at the men tell all to hype up the show. So it's like, okay, yeah. so she clearly comes later. That but, was weird. Like the cast of characters that they had on that coach, I was like, why do we do we care about these people? Is that why we're seeing them? Like, I don't understand. I wonder if Rodney from from Michelle's season is going to be on there. You know, it'd be hilarious well, for- if there was a big plot twist where Michelle shows up since her and Nate broke up. Yeah. But I think they broke up after filming was done. That'd be so good, though. So entertaining. Oh. So I don't know if it's like completely fake news and like you won't even know who these people are, but I saw that like 
there's this there was Ashley Rosenbaum was a bachelor like way back in the day and she got married to her final contestant JP Rosenbaum they had two kids and now they just like got divorced in I think it was 2020 and I read that like he got invited down to paradise and he's like in Yikes. bachelor age like he's old like he's got to be in his like mm-hmm. 40s and I was like what like they're just like scraping for drama and weirdness if they're inviting people from that far back but that could be totally false news yeah so you delivered a spoiler to us one of these episodes <laughs> back where yeah, Serena oops. and Brandon end up together. I'm curious to see how that all unfolds. But yeah, do you remember? I do think they look like a great match. Yeah. Do you remember um, there was drama because I think Genevieve was DMing Aaron Clancy? Right. Yeah. Where, where was that? That was on the Women Tell All for Clayton season where – I think it was Shanae was trying to like expose Genevieve oh, yeah. for like s- sliding in his DMs or something. And then he like put her on blast. I don't know. There was a whole thing between those three. And I can't right. remember exactly what it was. But the, but yeah, now, both Genevieve and Aaron are there, right? No, oh, and Andrew. Shanae. Aaron's not oh, going to be Andrew. on there. It's Andrew who's going to be there. Aaron's there. Again? Yeah, he was in the preview. But he was on last season. Yeah. Well, they've got people coming back. Like even Lace. You won't remember Lace. But like Lace was from Bachelor in Paradise like two seasons ago. And she ended up getting engaged to somebody. Mm -hmm. And then they like broke up. And now she's back. Like there's definitely repeat customers. I think it's funny that Mike, the single dad, is going to be on there. I just can't see him getting on with anyone. No, like he just seems too mature. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited for the season, even though I'm not really looking forward to seeing Shanae on my screen again. No. And so I saw, you know how she had all that drama with Elizabeth? So Elizabeth released a statement. She's like, I know a lot of you been asking. Um, yes, I did get invited to Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, I did consider it. No, I will not be going. I want to support – she's like, because of certain cast members there and my desire to support um, the neurodivergent and LGBTQ community, I will not be going. LGBTQ? She came out as bisexual. Oh, She came out I as bisexual after the show. Yeah. Remember when she was doing her own previews for Bachelorette? Yeah, that's so embarrassing. That, that did not age well. It's also like nobody cares if you come back, like honestly. I don't no, know. These for people real. think that the world evolves around them. Agreed. In so in other, other bachelor, bachelor news. Oh, go you for stole it. my line. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you listen to this? Listen? I don't know. But see, yes. Yeah, so Caitlin Bristow had Katie on her podcast and Katie revealed details about her breakup with John. And she basically um, framed it as like a six-month crash and burn. And I guess he had broken up with her twice. So he broke up with her once. And then after like a week or two, they decided let's work it out. And then very quickly after that week or two, he was like, yeah, no. I don't want to be with you. And she said that there was one point in their conversation where she was like, at this point, I know more 
I know more things that you don't like about me than reasons why you love me. Something like that. Something stupid. And I guess she said that she bought him a van to go touring the country around and she took skydiving lessons or something with him because he wanted to do that but then it came down to the fact that he wanted to surf and she was like I don't want to surf and he was like I want someone who does the things that I like doing because you don't play sports so (laughs) it's immediately what I was thinking (laughs) I just saw it on your face (laughs) this just sounds so toxic also I read that she was like yeah, you know, this is actually the second time we broke up. And so, like, after we got together after the first breakup, I was like, okay, for sure, then we're both serious about this relationship. I was like, how do you get that from that? Like, if you're constantly breaking up, like, that's not a good sign. See, this is why I don't understand why Katie gets such a rep for being, like, mature, emotionally intelligent, secure queen, this and that. And it's just, like, your choice in men, first of all, questionable. Second of all, back-to-back relationships doing it so messily is that a word the way Mm -hmm. that she did it with 12 days of messy around christmas Mm -hmm. also questionable so many things are questionable about her and then it's just like oh it's because she's sex positive she's not sex positive she just likes sex so yeah and yeah i agree i don't understand why people are interested in her i'm so over her I find her so annoying and like stop trying to make yourself happen. Like just go off into the distance so we can never have to hear from you again. Like it's the whole 12 days of messy while she was in a relationship at that time. And you're talking about and shitting on all of your exes. It's like, that's not a good look. Yeah. I think she's just trying to stay relevant. Um, But I think maybe just take some time off Katie. Yeah. Stop going on podcasts. Stop talking about people in Bachelor Nation. Just have a rest. Literally what you and I do every week. Have a (laughs) podcast. Talk about people in Bachelor Nation. (laughs) But we take six out of the seven days off. Okay? True. God did say you should have a day of rest. Exactly. Yeah, so that's it for Bachelor News. In other news... You've got to tell me all about all of these. So let's start with Nick Cannon expecting his 10th fucking child. I thought he was done making babies, but he's not. Um, Well, is this with the same woman that he's had other children with? That I didn't look into. I don't think so. It's always a new woman. And it, it, it boggles my mind that every time he comes out with the announcement, they have these super intimate lovey-dovey pictures of them doing a maternity shoot. And it just looks like they've had like a deep relationship. But you literally just had a child two months ago with someone else. So when did this so form? So this one, this one, I just Googled it. He, this is his third child with model Brittany Bell. The duo already shared two children, son, golden, and daughter, powerful queen. Stop. That's her name. That's her name. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Interesting. So I wonder if they're like together or if like he just keeps circling back to them. I thought he was done. What are the details? Did he say that? Remember, there was one episode that I talked about how Nick said he wants to stop procreating and wants to practice celibacy. And he literally had a kid four months after that. Or got someone pregnant four months after that. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I just want a listing of like who all these children are and like who, what the order is. Yeah. Well, I think it starts with Mariah Carey's twins with him. And then, yeah. yeah. And then he said um, another, he had another set of twins. Well, we had another set of twins, Zion and Zillion. Those are cool names. And then another, and another son, Zen, with a different person who unfortunately died. That's sad. Oh, yes. Right. One and of then his he children- hinted that he might have two more children on the way prior oh, to that other chick giving birth and then this new pregnancy announcement. So, yeah, it looks like this other woman he just had a child with was not the same as this one so it's out of order oh my lord well um hope they all look after him when he ages it's just so bizarre like why why do you keep procreating like is this like it must be something he wants to do but obviously he's not doing anything to stop it i don't know i wish i had an answer but yeah, you do your weird Nick. choice yeah uh, Paul Rudd is getting added as a series regular on Only Murders in the Building. Have you been watching? I have not. No, I think I watched like half of the first episode and then wasn't paying enough attention. So literally stopped watching. Yeah. yeah. I do think I can circle back to it, but it needs to be like the proper, I need to be able to binge it all at once on like yeah, a day where I've got nothing going on. Yeah, totally. That That show is a show you need to be in a mood for. Yeah, I agree. Because it's really, the concept is so good, but it's just not actually that compelling. Yeah. I think I want to like it more than I actually do. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt about it as well. Yeah. Um, And Laura is interested in this news. Taylor Swift has a new album coming out on October 21st. Did and you watch titled- her announcement? So I didn't, but I heard that she announced it at the VMAs and she said like her in her acceptance speech or something, she said like, and I'll, I've got an announcement coming at midnight or something. Is that what no. happened? Oh, She accepted like <laughs> one of her many awards and she's just like, I told myself that if this happened, then I thought it would be a fun little thing to tell you guys that I'm releasing my new album October 21st. And the crowd went, why? Ah. <laughs> and I was just yeah, like, so she, Laura's probably shaking. Well, I'm, I was surprised, honestly, because she still hasn't released like all of her old albums. And I was thinking that one of those would come first. Um, mm. But I guess like it's been a couple years since she released her last al- like new album. So I'm wow, excited. It's called. Yeah. It's called Midnight, and she said it's like 13 songs that she wrote in the middle of the night. Um, she wrote this like I big guess that poetic makes thing. Sense. But yeah. What's the What's genre? interesting though, what's the genre? I don't know. You the never know with Taylor. Genre. It could be anything. Yeah. Could be any genre. But what's interesting is she's releasing it on Kim Kardashian's birthday. Ooh. Is that a dig? I just I don't know. See the this is the thing. Like how would you not have anyone in your team know that that's the day? And then like why wouldn't you just pick a different day even to even if it's nothing to do with that just to not have the perception that it's about that? And then like 
why would you choose that date? Like maybe it has other significance. I don't know. It's just a very strange choice. That is strange. I wonder like if Kim's going to get any sort of trolls in her comments on her birthday post with like the Swifties coming for her. For sh- I feel like for sure, like there's definitely going to be discussion about it and people are going to make a thing about it, even if neither of them intended for it to be a thing. <clears throat> That's why I'm like, why I, would you even go this route? You know what? I could see Kim posting a story of her jamming out to T-Swift's album on her birthday. Just yeah, as maybe. like a, you know. I mean, she's not with Kanye Wash anymore. the beef. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> well, speaking of the VMAs, did you see anything about Young Gravy and Addison Rae's mom? Oh, do you know what's all happening? I've been seeing. Yes, but like, don't care. But I do just care. feel so bad for Addison, and you know I don't care for her. Like I, mm-hmm. that sounds stupid. I literally just said I feel bad for her, but you know that I can't stand her. I feel yeah. so bad that like. Her parents are this immature and just a mockery is being made of her life. Totally. So what's happening? Explain what's happening. So apparently her mom, Sherry, apparently her mom, Sherry, and her dad, like, have had many separations in the past. And this time they're, like, for sure separated. And her dad started dating someone basically her age, like a 22 or 23-year-old girl. And he had been unfaithful to her mom throughout it all with all these young girls and um he also thinks he's a bigger deal than what he is just because he's addison Ray's father so he's with this girl and sherry starts you know making her bio on tiktok and whatever like devoted single mother ex-wife of a loser something stupid shit like that just very thirsty and then i guess one day her and addison get into a fight and Addison unfollows her on social media. And so then Sherry tweets about it. And she's like, never did I think like the day would come where my kids don't care about me and this and that. But okay, I'm going to move on with my life. I'm paraphrasing a lot right now. But it's just mm-hmm. very high schooly. And so I don't know where they stand together. But that was the last I heard about their relationship. And then she shows up to the VMAs with Young Gravy. And I guess they had been flirting in each other's TikTok comments. But obviously, this is all a publicity stunt. And they were like making out and they're, the age difference between them is stark. And also, it's just like pathetic. Like, why are you like she was there? Was Addison even there? Like, why is this woman there? Like, did she come as Young Gravy's date? Yeah. So I the age difference, like men do this all the time and get away with it. So like as long as the the person who's younger is above the legal age okay whatever I don't have much to comment on that it's just the fact that she obviously looked so uncomfortable and it was a publicity stunt and it's at the expense of her daughter well I'm just saying because like both of them are doing this both of them are dating like people that are extremely young and like I think it was a choice to pick someone that was that young to go like to tit for tat with her husband because he's been dating all these yeah, because the husband was with like some really young chick and then she yeah. shows up with some really young guy and it just feels like a tit for tat, like one up, mm. all at the like expense of Addison Ray, and it's just so embarrassing. And then his dad, her dad, is like all over Instagram posting the thirstiest, disgusting, 
like Instagram stories. Like I saw one that he's was unbothered. He's like, no, so he posted one that was like shirtless with his abs and like his pants pulled down. It was disgusting. And then you know how you can put like a question. So he put a question box. He's like, "Am I the or or he's put like hottest." gilf like g-i-l-f like grandpa i'd like to fuck you've ever seen question mark and then there was like a yes and a no and someone had voted no and like 91 percent of the votes were no <laughs> like that is so embarrassing <laughs> is he a grandfather i don't know but he, he i don't know Nasty. it's just so messy and gross and like they just need to get a life honestly they're so immature and this is the only time i'll feel bad for addison ray yeah. Poor Addison Ray. Moving on. Shep and Taylor from Southern Charm were spotted at a bar. This was today or yesterday. Looking very loved up. Hmm. Interessant. So for the listeners, we're currently on episode, I don't know, nine or ten of Southern Charm. And we're starting to see like Taylor waking up to the way that Shep treats her. And we know that Shep and Taylor broke up in the public eye while Southern Charm was airing. So the last we knew, they were broken up. And now I guess they're spotted together looking loved up. But it's Mm. annoying that it happened right after this past episode where he was such a dick to her. Yeah, and we'll have a recap for that later. But, like, I agree. Like, why all of a sudden are they spotted together? Why are they even hanging out? Like, I don't think they're filming right now. No. none of this – is making sense and I would just feel so sad for Taylor if she does get back together with him because she just seems like a battered manipulated woman from what we've seen in Southern Charm this year so either she's just like stuck in a toxic cycle and is okay with the way he treats her or she wants TV time but both are not good reasons yeah I agree she needs to leave that toxic mess behind easier said than done but I agree (laughs) Yeah. Okay, should we get into Pitcher Ditch a Bitch? Yes, but first, did you watch Selling the OC properly? No, I watched the first, no, I watched like five, 50% of the first episode, I think. That's it? But it was like half watching. Oh, yeah, man. I was just like, this is going to take a lot of mental energy to figure out who's who in the zoo, who's yeah, viewing, fair. who's who do I like, who do I not like. Fair. And I just didn't have the capacity to like watch and figure that all out. So instead, so I watched can, like the first like six or seven episodes of Never Ever Have Never Have I Ever. We can discuss Selling the OC once you've watched it, but I will say that I enjoyed it a lot more than Selling Sunset. I thought it was top tier entertainment, and I really enjoyed the fact that there were male agents as well. It really shook it up hmm. for me. Did it seem less contrived? Um, no. Both are contrived, but OC was entertaining. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it and return to it. I just need like a weekend to binge watch a bunch of shows. And that's yeah, definitely going to really be on my list. Yeah, you really need a weekend to yourself. Yes, totally. So okay. what else have you been watching? So picture Ditch a Bitch. Um, I'm going to be talking about Partner Track, which is on Netflix. There are 10 episodes. They're each a little less than an hour long. 
Um, and it's about this Asian American woman who works at a top law firm in New York and she's a senior associate and she's up for partnership. And basically it's super competitive at this top NYC corporate law firm. And she like needs to get on this big deal to secure her position as partner because they're only going to pick three people and there are four people gunning for it. But there's also like a love story in between where she can't pick between two guys and all that kind of stuff. But it's more so about the fact that there's an Asian American woman as the lead and then actually quite a diverse cast. Like her best friend is a gay black man. Um, her her sister and her parents come on the show as well. Um, there are brown cast members as well. But yeah, it um, it's a ditch. Oh, shit. It sounded so promising. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that. I know. I know. <laughs> so I would say it's a 6 out of 10. Um, it, the, the script is so bad, Laura. <laughs> it's so bad. And the acting is so bad. Okay, you know when you, know when you watch a new show and sometimes the first two episodes are kind of cringe because they're just getting into the groove of – meeting this cast together and acting together. But then it gets way better, right? They're acting it. It's like Grey's Anatomy. It got better and better with each episode. But this just gets worse and worse. Honestly, there are so many gaps and silences in the dialogue and just like they try really hard to be snarky and witty just like suits, but it does not translate well at all. And oh, um no. Yeah, and it's just it was like a bad car crash. Like you couldn't look away. So it was like popcorn material. You can watch it. It's entertaining. But at the same time, I could have gone my entire life without watching that. And did you watch the entire season? Of course I did. Of course I did. <laughs> I had Thank to find out what happened. the Lord's work. But the thing is like I knew it was going to happen. Otherwise, there would be no show without it. So yeah. it was just watching what happens up to that. I, I honestly can't really tell what the goal of the show is because sometimes they're trying to pitch something woke, but then another time they're trying to focus on just law. I don't get it. That sounds terrible. It it's had so much promise. It has so much promise. It really I was like really did. expecting it to be on my list. I was like, oh, this sounds relatable. <laughs> this sounds like something I think I would enjoy. It's on Netflix, diverse cast, great. Yeah. And then it's shit. They really, really play up like the stereotypes of big law and what. So, for instance, you're not going to watch this. I don't advise you to watch it. So, one of the litigators is up for partnership and she starts sleeping with this paralegal. And it was like the whole, you can't sleep with those beneath you. And then she doesn't get partner because the day before the firm finds out that she's sleeping with the paralegal and it's just stupid shit that it's just not realistic. Like I know yeah. suits wasn't realistic, but at least it was more believable. I don't know. Well, how to it just like, it. wasn't, it wasn't the low hanging fruit. Like why are yes, we like, that's it. Low still hanging fruit. Yeah. Like why are we still talking about like partners at law firms sleeping with the staff like that? Maybe that still happens, but like I feel like that's something that was stereotypical way back when when people didn't have phones. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. ditch. Okay, well, thank you for saving me from that show and from saving everyone else from it as well. 
And, you know, normally I tell you to watch the shows that I found to be shitty, but I don't say that this time. Okay, good. Now I don't have to feel pressured to watch another new show. (laughs) All right, should we do our TV recap? Yeah, let's do The Bachelorette because that's what's fresh in my mind. Okay, so this week we had – okay, we had Avon's hometown. Well, it was the the men – Tell all, but like mixed in was Avon's hometown, which was just like, and, and it then threw a me very, off. and then Jesse Palmer quickly saying, Yeah, they all got roses, they're coming back. You'll see, uh, me yeah. and the parents next week. And he's like, You can see everything you missed at bachelor.com. It's like, What is going on with this season? So weird, yeah. So Rachel and Avon's hometown was in Salem, and literally the soundtrack for their entire date was so ominous the entire time, even though the date went like better than all her other dates. I was like, this is just so perplexing. Like this is not lining up. I just can't believe if I was one of the family members and I was talking to Rachel and I was like, so what do you like about my brother? And she was like, oh man, there's just something I can't describe. It'd be like phony, fake news, cannot take you seriously. I know. She's like, he's just incredible. He is so great. He's awesome. I and just the feel dad so was like, strongly. Yeah. And the dad was buying it. I'm like, she's literally said nothing specific about your son whatsoever. Yeah, she's I just actually, picking random names. I actually thought that he was seeing right through her. But then it was like a 180. He was like, yeah, she's real good. You should go for her. She's a catch. I was like, what are you watching? I know. And also the one thing that threw me off was before their date, Rachel is obviously so insecure and nervous thinking that they're going to hate her because she's always thinking everyone hates her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has this conversation with Avon about like preparing for the hometown date. And she says to him, like, is when was the last time that your parents met someone that you were dating together? Cause they've been split up for a while. And he was like, oh yeah you know what I never thought of that like they actually have not been in the same room together at all for six to seven years yeah you know I never thought about that I was like red fucking flag How do you not think that yeah he was just like oh yeah that's huge like what that doesn't calm my nerves like, how is this a revelation for you like have you dealt with any of your like traumas it's so hidden that you just or or just you really just like not bothered by anything like it was, i was just so confused Dude, i i feel like if i was a bachelorette so many of my episodes would be me just looking over to the camera like it's the office like when rachel looked be. over when she was about to dump tyler and he said he's he loves her and she was like <gasps> that would be me every episode <laughs> something comes out You're of like a guy's mouth your own thoughts exactly <laughs> But yeah, that was definitely a moment where she would look over and be like, what did you just say? That doesn't make me feel any better. I was just so thrown off by that. I was like, oh, that would make so many questions on my end. I would have been and Rachel was just like not bothered by it either. I'm like, how is your jaw not dropping at the he, the fact that this didn't even cross his mind? Very yeah. strange. He's a bit aloof. But, you know, it does make sense that they gave all the roses because they're both down to three because Rachel had dumped mm. Tyler. So, like, it's lining up for in terms of who, how many people they should have left at this point. Right. So, uh, it wouldn't really make sense to have 
only two people left at Fantasy Suites because that's your final two then. Like it just I don't think that this was their choice at all. I think that the Bachelor producers were just like, oh, this works. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it like this. Yeah. Um, I did. Do you want to talk about Tyler's reaction now or do you want to get to it later? Yeah, go for it. I don't really remember. Like I watched this entire mental all, but I thought all of it was boring. So you tell me you what you found find interesting. You always find boring. I mean, it was boring, actually. I will agree with that. Um, I just found Tyler's response to be very, very mature and sweet. And I almost feel bad that I knocked him down last week and said that he was love bombing her. But he was just like, you handled it perfectly and – like I, I hold nothing against you and you're still such an incredible woman and this and that. And I was like, wow, you are mature. But then it also just makes me think that that entire thing was fake news. Like, I don't think he was ever in love with her. I don't think he was. I think he was like putting mm-hmm. that on for a show because like even when he walked into his parents house he wasn't like broken up about the fact that they had just broken up he was just like yeah we broke up um but happy to see you guys there's no emotion about that breakup whatsoever and for someone who had just professed their love to someone and was going to introduce them to the family and just be dumped on the doorstep like you would have expected an emotional response but i mean what if there are 20 cameras in your face and you're just overwhelmed and don't know what to do like I, I feel smile like I'd be having even more emotional. I yeah. don't know. I think I would have an even more like reactive reaction. I think I'd just be like, can everyone just fuck off? Like that was pretty bad. So like goodbye. <laughs> I, I'm trying to picture what I would be like. And I think if that happened to me, I would also walk into my family's house and be like, well, <laughs> got dumped. <laughs> and then laugh about it on camera and then after two days i'd be like everyone leave me alone do not cross paths with me i will murder you yeah that's fair and then you'd have time to process it come back to the mental all and be like it's fine (laughs) yeah you handled that perfectly even though she didn't yeah terribly um so all i have is that so they had like a nate one-on-one they had a logan one-on-one the Nate one-on-one was interesting because so mm. like his one-on-one with Jesse. So he was like quite emotional about their breakup still. And then Jesse gave him the opportunity to address the social media rumors that have been coming out about his two ex-girlfriends who came out of the fray. And one said that they dated for like a year or a year and a half and he never told them about her daughter. And then the other one said that she had basically been two-timed by him. Um, So he said that after coming through his separation with his daughter, he was not, he was protecting his daughter from the instability of his dating life. Um, and he said he could have been – which so that was his explanation for not telling the girlfriend, which I just don't think makes sense because you could have told her that you had a child and not introduced the child to that person and kept mm-hmm. her protected. Yeah, so I was going to ask you what you got from his explanation because it didn't really clear anything up for me. I got that they were all telling the truth and he's just was doing shitty, shady things. And now he's trying to cover up, cover up for it by saying like, this was all the reasons they were noble reasons when I think that's just like revisionist history. He also said about the two timing that he could have been clear and with his intentions and that he's grown. So I thought at least with that one, like he definitely took accountability and was like not trying to make excuses for it. He's just like, yeah, I two times someone, which like, okay, fair. I'm sure a lot of people on the show have had 
issues like that in the past. They just don't necessarily come to light. Mm -hmm. But what do you think? No, I think I have the same thoughts as you. Um, I mean, what is he even supposed to say at that point? I feel like if if those girls were lying and he knew they were, then he would have addressed it way more clearly over social media before this men tell all instead of waiting. Well, I feel like the Bachelor producers have a say in that because I think they all oh, have really? like restrictions on what publicity they can do and oh. who they can talk to. Because you always see that in like seasons with controversy, like when Becca oh. and Garrett, Garrett had all those racist things. They wouldn't let Becca speak on it until the very end or like Matt with Rachel, like all these things. Unless oh. you're breaking your contract, you're like not allowed to speak about them unless The Bachelor says you can. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I still think that those women were telling the truth and there wasn't totally. much of a leg for him to stand on. And it seems like they're trying to like give him a give him a platform to explain so that he could potentially be the next bachelor, but like I just no. don't want him to be the next bachelor. I don't he's want not anyone the from this bachelor. season. I bet you he's in contention. Like they usually have the one-on-one with someone who is like in contention. And it's definitely not Logan because he's going to Bip. Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. And like who else? Like I don't know. I really think that he's a contender, but I just don't want to see anyone from the season as The Bachelor. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who it would be, and I can't think of anyone. No one notable. It might because we don't be know Nate. any of them. Yeah. Like, it could be, like, Zach or Eric or some of the people that are still in there, but I just, like, we don't know any of them because the season was too much content to cram two seasons into one. We never got to know anybody, so... Let's go find someone different. Yeah, maybe it'll be someone from Michelle's season, like Rodney. Yeah, it, that would be better. Yeah. Um, they also had, like, Rachel and Gabby came to talk to the guys, and there wasn't much that happened there other than, like, Tarzan. He was like, I found his apology to her so fake. Like, oh, he was my the God, one when he went said, to cry. Yeah, like, he fake had said that tears. Gabby's rough around the edges. And I think he's just trying to repair his image before Bachelor in Paradise because he was like, I'm so broken up about it. I still like it makes me emotional even thinking about it. I should have never said that. And then he starts these crocodile tears. I'm like, you are fake as fuck. It was so fake. I just I cannot. And if anyone bought that, they're stupid. But so Hayden didn't show up. Coward. No. Mm -hmm. I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I, if I was him, I wouldn't have come either. Coward. <laughs> and then nothing – I didn't really find anything else of note until well, they got to the preview for the finale. No, but Logan was in the hot seat. And I just want to briefly address this because I think everyone's being super hard on him. He was in a weird position. The whole season was set up weird. And as soon as he, like – realized like Gabby is the one he wanted to be with he shot a shot anyone should have shot their shot and Gabby accepted so like that's just the way it goes I thought he was being as respectful and polite as he could have been about it yeah I think the only thing that I saw in the episode that I hadn't known of before was him saying at one point well, I was happy that Rachel gave me the rose because then it meant that I could still have an opportunity to talk to Gabby. And that was the part where I was like, okay, so maybe at least at one point of time, he knew he was no longer interested in Rachel, but accepted her rose so he could still talk to Gabby. 
which like, yeah, it's a shitty situation to be in because this whole season was fucked up with his rules. But yeah. That was the only part that I was like, okay, that wasn't great, but like, I'm not mad at him for it. Like, I think no, totally. I agree with you that like the, the rules were just so like Heidi flighty. They were never set in stone. It was a weird way to set it all up. And he was the kind of a victim of that. And I think Rachel said the same thing that you did, which was like, you know, I understand you had to shoot your shot, but like I would have appreciated you telling me sooner rather than just like continuing to take my roses. It was really the men who were so pressed about it. But even the men who were piping up, like I don't remember them. So no, like there was that blonde guy who looked like a guy from Twilight. And I was like, who are you? Why yeah, are you here? exactly. But there's but always yeah, one was- of those. That was it. Then there was the preview. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Like Zach says he feels blindsided by something. And then Eric seems like he tells Gabby that he doesn't want her to sleep with other people. And like, I couldn't really tell what else was happening. That's what I, that's what they made it look like it happened. He's talking to Gabby and he's like, you know, that would just like make me really, really, really uncomfortable. And then Gabby was like, not pleased with that. Which I just don't understand. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm out to lunch with this. But I really don't understand why it's so bad for someone to be like, look, I'm not comfortable proposing to you if you've explored another sexual partner the night before we're going to get engaged after me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree What is with wrong you. with telling people that? I agree with you. I actually don't remember that in the preview. What I do remember is sort of Rachel saying something to Zach which is like you totally turned on me everything you said was not true and I just wonder what that's about yeah I don't know either it seems their relationship really goes haywire yeah I'm ready for the season to be over same I'm done you're done done. you're done and we're done talking about that show (laughs) let's move on to Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Southern Charm. So this episode starts out again at the fight that we left off with about Chip and Taylor. Mm-hmm. And they're at the, I think they're at the, they're at the, whatever their house they're at with Craig, or sorry, that Whitney, Whitney. set up. Yeah. And so Taylor's this maybe this is before the whole yeah, this is before the whole fight with Shep and Taylor. So at the beginning of the day, Taylor is telling Shep that like, hey, like you doubted Craig and now he's succeeding. So like go apologize for doubting him and like rise above your ego. And ultimately Shep does go over to tell Craig that he's like sorry for all the shit that he said. And Craig ultimately accepts his apology and they move on. And so that like beef was quashed. Right. And then Craig goes over and tells Austin that they're not friends anymore. (laughs) They're always in a kerfuffle. They're always fighting. They're just siblings. (laughs) They really are. It's like they're on again, off again all the time. But the the scene of Craig being like, you woke up and got breakfast without me and that like really hurt my feelings like (laughs) i want to get breakfast with you or something like that i thought that was funny and cute that's like me and you after we fight yeah (laughs) but it was also funny is that like leva and vanita 
were just like, you know what? Fuck this. We're bouncing. And they just like left super early. They're like, we don't need to deal with this. Yeah. They were like, job? What job? I don't have a job with this film and crew. I'm leaving. Yeah. Which like, I didn't miss them at all. So no, that same. was fine. Vanita gets And then nothing. they're having like, they're having like all these fun events or whatever, this egg toss event. And Whitney and Naomi keep like sneaking away. Which is just so like so mean. weird. So they're like still hooking up. Like it, oh, it's just so and, bizarre. Like, Naomi is actually enjoying it. I know because Whitney says something um, about like being a shoulder to cry on or something. Or or Naomi says that, and then Whitney pipes up and he's like, "Yeah, a naked shoulder to cry on." And then she's like, "Oh, stop it!" I'm like, "What is happening here?" It's so gross. It's like another car it's crash. So you gross. just can't look away though. I know. And then the penultimate 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 part of the episode was the egg toss. So they're playing this game where like they have to throw eggs to each other and Shep and Taylor aren't on the same team but they're on the same side. And someone shows throws the egg to Shep and it falls on the ground and then Taylor goes over and like steps on it. And Shep like he's like Taylor you fucking idiot, it hadn't broken yet. And then Olivia just straight up throws her egg at Shep, which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can't talk to her that way. And then and she's like defending Taylor. And then Shep goes on like a fucking tirade talking to himself. He's like, yeah, she's just part of the wussification of America. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy is such a gaslighter. I just can't with Shep. It was insane. Like he was just like flipping out because Taylor then went and like kind of ran off because she was upset and Naomi was telling Taylor like she's like dude that's abuse and Taylor's like yeah I think I'm just accustomed to it I didn't even notice that he had said that to me until you like brought it to my attention Mm -hmm. and then Whitney tries to come to Shep's defense and he's like you know what he just like doesn't think before he talks he just like I was like oh my god yeah. He's like Shep is definitely the biggest gaslighter of all time though. He's like yeah. refuses to apologize. He's then mad at Naomi for making her upset. And he's like, "You know what? Everybody sucks." And he's like, "Yeah, it's never Taylor's fault." I'm like, "What thank is God happening?" Naomi said something too. She was like, "I I know she stood up for herself. I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was like, "This problem is not because of me. It's because you're a shitty person to your girlfriend." Yeah, exactly. And Shep was like, "So then he says, well, you know what? I'm not Mr. Say right all the time. And if that's what you want, then you can go elsewhere. Oh, and Naomi's like, that. okay, maybe that's who you are. But just apologize when you fuck up. Like, he is so toxic. He's such a child. He's so brutal. And then later on, he does, like, Craig tries to talk some sense into Shep. And he's like, just apol-. Craig says to Shep, he's like, you know what? Apologizing isn't changing who you are it's just like saying i'm sorry yeah the thing is like when craig was knocking some sense into shep i was just thinking to myself like kate but these people aren't going to be there every fight that taylor and shep have and they're going to have many more so like whether he apologizes now or not like taylor you need to get out yeah like i don't think he clearly understands where he's no, even going it's just wrong and he's going to revert yeah, and he's going to revert back to the same like reactive gaslighting tendencies in their next fight. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. And then it's just sad because he does ultimately go ask Taylor to chat. And then he fucking says like all the things that she wants to hear. Like, oh, you're the only one I want. I know I'm stubborn and opinionated and difficult, but but I appreciate that you just deal with it. But it was so forced. And you could tell that he was trying to get her to break up with him. Like he doesn't want to be in that relationship because he would always end it with. But like if that's not good for you, then, you know. Yeah, like he says, like, if I'm not good enough, then I'll be brokenhearted. But like, so be it. And it's like, holy, I don't even know how to explain everything that's wrong with everything that he's saying this episode. Yeah. But it's so hard to watch. Yeah. Like, he's just, he wants her to keep putting up with his shit and he doesn't want to change and he doesn't want to apologize when he's wrong. And he, she like thinks that she's playing some sort of special role. By mm-hmm. being the one person that can put up with his bullshit. It's like that is not a role you want to be in. Yeah, exactly. The only other part of the episode that was notable was Whitney and Naomi are obviously hooking up in a room and Craig goes and hits the door with his sword. And it just – it was weird to me. And then he calls Paige and tells her a fabricated story of what happened. Yeah, what does he explain that as? He said that he just found a sword and he was banging on the door and all of a sudden Naomi's voice came out and he thought that it was just Whitney in there. But he knew it was them both in there. Yeah, and he was trying to like cock block them. Yeah. There's just so many things that are coming out. with. I could not be Paige watching this whole season. No, me neither. With Greg. Me neither. But if they can get through this, they can get through everything. Craig did finally renovate his kitchen. Did you see that? No. Best of Bravo posted. Yeah. Best of Best of Bravo or Bravo TV posted the finished kitchen. And honestly, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize he was redoing it. Well, remember how they had that like makeshift coffee station in his place when Paige was there? Because he didn't have a kitchen. No. It was being renovated. Oh. Uh, okay. I don't really remember that. Well, it's that. finally done and it's not nice. <laughs> damn but that's all folks that's all folks that wraps up another episode of pop therapy and we're back to our regularly scheduled programming so tomorrow's beverly hills and part one of the dubai reunion i haven't even watched the last episodes of dubai like the last three (laughs) i'm just like so not interested i know it really did not deliver it didn't. And I I thought the, for, from the first episode, it's going to be amazing. But then, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, no. Not for me. Not for me. I guess All we'll, right. Well, see you next week. See you next week.